Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. This is day 973 of our trek and time for our Philosophy Friday series. Each Friday, we will ponder some of the basic truths and mysteries of life and how they can impact us in creating our living legacy. As we continue on this trek that we call life, sometimes we have questions about life. So our Friday trek is a time where we can ask Gramps. Gramps will answer your questions that you would like to ask your dad or granddad, but for whatever reason, this is not possible. No matter how old you are, I know that all of us would like the opportunity to ask dad or Gramps questions about life in many areas. Today is our 12th episode in a series delving into what makes each of us respond differently to life's situations and circumstances. Understanding ourselves and how others may interpret life through their paradigm will allow us to interact with each other with more love and compassion. This empathy can be achieved by utilizing a profound tool called the Enneagram. If you have missed any of the past 11 Friday series, I would recommend going back and listening to them or reading the wisdom journals. As a review, the tool that we refer to as the Enneagram is a circle of nine interconnected points. Ennea refers to nine and Gram refers to a drawing. Check out today's or a prior week's wisdom journal for a representation of it. I have also included in today's wisdom journal a copy of the Enneagram at a Glance, which was compiled by Suzanne H. Eller. If you'd like a PDF copy, Click on the link in today's Wisdom Journal located on the website at wisdom-trek.com. I would also recommend a book called The Road Back to You, written by Ian Morgan Cron and Suzanne Stabil. It is an excellent book about the Enneagram journey to self-discovery from a Christian perspective. In the first seven episodes, we explored how the Enneagram system works and then presented an overview of all nine personality types. So far, we've taken a deep dive into number one, the reformer, number two, the helper, number three, the achiever, and number four, the individualist. This week, we'll explore number five, the investigator, and then next week, we will focus on type number six, the loyalist. Since we are exploring the Enneagram in detail, I would also recommend reading the Wisdom Journal each Friday and to see the diagrams presented each week. As helpful as the Enneagram is, keep in mind, though, it is only a tool and cannot replace nor usurp the precepts that are found in God's Word. All decisions and actions that we make in life must be in harmony with God's precepts. So our question for the next several months will be, Hey, Gramps, why do people act and react to situations and circumstances in life differently? How can I gain wisdom to better understand myself and others so that I can love, serve, and minister to them on a deeper level? So today, let's begin with the Enneagram system, type number five, the investigator. Enneagram type number five. The investigator is the intense and cerebral type. They're perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. A type five in brief. Fives are alert, insightful, and curious. They are able to concentrate and focus on developing complex ideas and skills. They tend to be independent, innovative, and inventive. They can also become preoccupied with their thoughts and imaginary constructs. They can become detached, yet high-strung and intense. They typically have problems with eccentricity, nihilism, and isolation. 
At their best, they're visionary pioneers, often ahead of their time and able to see the world in an entirely new way. The basic fears for a type number five is being useless, helpless, or incapable. Their basic desire is to be capable and competent. Enneagram 5 with a four wing is the iconoclast. Enneagram 5 with a six wing is the problem solver. The key motivation for the individualist is that they want to possess knowledge, to understand their environment, to have everything figured out as a way of defending the self from the threats of the environment. The meaning of the arrows in brief. When moving in the direction of disintegration or stress, detached five suddenly become hyperactive and scattered like unhealthy sevens. However, when moving in the direction of integration or growth, the avaricious detached fives become more self-confident and decisive like healthy eights. Let's look at a type five overview. We have named the personality type five the investigator because more than any other type, fives want to find out why things are the way they are. They want to understand how the world works, whether it's the cosmos, the microscopic world, the animal, vegetable, or mineral kingdoms, or even with their inner world of their imaginations. They are always searching, asking questions, and delving into things in depth. They do not accept received opinions or doctrines, feeling strong that they need to test the truth of most assumptions for themselves. For example, John, a graphic artist, describes his approach to life. Being a five means always needing to learn, to take in information about the world. A day without learning is like a day without sunshine. As a five, I want to have an understanding of life. I like having a theoretical explanation about why things happen the way that they do. This understanding makes me feel in charge and in control. I must often learn from a distance as an observer and not a participant. Sometimes, it seems that understanding life is as good as living it. It is a difficult journey to learn that life must be lived and not just be studied. Well, behind Five's relentless pursuit for knowledge are deep insecurities about their abilities to function successfully in the world. Five's feel like they don't have the ability to do things as well as others. But rather than engage directly in activities that might bolster their confidence, Five's take a step back into their minds where they feel more capable. Their beliefs are that from the safety of their minds, they'll eventually figure out how to do things and that one day they can rejoin the world. Fives invest a lot of times observing and contemplating, listening to the sounds of the wind or a synthesizer or taking notes on activities in an anthill in their backyard. They immerse themselves in their observations. They begin to internalize their knowledge and gain a feeling of self-confidence. They can then go out and play a piece on the synthesizer or tell people what they know about the ants. They may also stumble across exciting new information or make new creative combinations, like playing a piece of music based on the recording of wind and water. When they get verification of their observations or hypothesis, or see that others understand their work, it is a confirmation of their competency, and this fulfills their basic desire. You know what you're talking about. Knowledge, understanding, and insight are thus highly valued by fives because their identity is built around having ideas and being someone who has something unusual and insightful to say. For this reason, fives are not interested in exploring what is already familiar and well-established. Rather, their attention is drawn to the unusual, the overlooked, the secret, the occult, the bizarre, the fantastic, the unthinkable. 
They like investigating into unknown territories, knowing something that others do not know, or creating something that no one has ever experienced, which allows fives to have a niche for themselves that no one else occupies. They believe that by developing this niche is the best way that they can attain independence and confidence. Thus, for their own security and self-esteem, fives like to have at least one area in which they have a degree of expertise that will allow them to feel capable and connected with the world. Fives think, I am going to find something that I can do really well, and then I will be able to meet the challenges of life, but I can't have other things distracting me or getting in the way. They therefore develop an intense focus on whatever they can master or feel secure about. It may be the world of mathematics, the world of rock and roll, or classical music, or car mechanics, or horror and science fiction, or even a world entirely created in their imagination. Not all Pfizer scholars are PhDs. Depending on their intelligence and the resources available to them, they focus intensely on mastering something that has captured their interest. For better or worse, the areas that Fives explore do not depend on social validation. Indeed, if others agree with their ideas too readily, Fives tend to fear that their ideas may be too conventional. History is full of famous Fives who overturned accepted ways of understanding or doing things. Think about Darwin, Einstein, or Nietzsche. Many more Fives, however, have become lost in the Byzantine complexities of their own thought processes, becoming merely eccentric or socially isolated. The intense focus of fives can thus lead to remarkable discoveries and innovations, but when the personality is more fixated, it can also create self-defeating problems. This is because their focus of attention unwittingly serves to distract them from their most pressing and practical problems. Whatever the sources of their anxieties may be, relationships, the lack of physical strength, inability to gain employment, or so forth, the average fives tend not to deal with these issues. Rather, they find something else to do that will make them feel more competent. The irony is that no matter what degree of mastery they develop in an area of expertise, they cannot solve their own basic insecurities about functioning in the world. For example, as a marine biologist, a five could learn everything there is to know about a certain type of shellfish. But if her fear is that she is never going to be able to run her own household adequately, she will not have solved the underlying anxiety. Dealing directly with physical matters can be extremely daunting for some fives. Here's another example. Henry is a life scientist working at a major medical research lab, and this is what he says. Since I was a child, I have shied away from sports and strenuous activities whenever possible. I was never able to climb the ropes in gym class. I stopped at participating in sports as soon as it was feasible, and the smell of the gymnasium makes me uncomfortable. At the same time, I have always had a very active mental life. I learned to read at the age of three, and in school, I was always one of the smartest kids in academic subjects. Thus, much of their time gets invested collecting and developing ideas and skills they believe will make them feel confident and prepared. They want to retain everything that they have learned and carry it all around in their heads. The problem is that while they become engrossed in this process, they are not interacting with others or even increasing many other practical and social skills. They devote more and more time to collecting and attending to their collections, and less to anything that relates to real needs. Thus, the challenge is for five is to understand that they can pursue whatever questions or problems spark their imagination and maintain relationships. They can take proper care of themselves and do all the things that are hallmarks of a healthy life. 
Let's look at the levels of development for type fives. And if you remember, we have three categories with three levels within each one. First is a healthy level. At level one, where the investigator is at their best, they become visionaries, broadly comprehending the world while penetrating it profoundly. They're open-minded. They take things in whole, in their true context. They make pioneering discoveries and find entirely new ways of doing and perceiving things. Moving to level two, they observe everything with extraordinary perceptiveness and insight. They're most mentally alert, curious, searching intelligence. Nothing escapes their notice. They have foresight and prediction. They're able to concentrate, becoming engrossed in what has caught their attention. As we move to level three, they attain skillful mastery in whatever interests them. Excited by knowledge, often they become experts in some field. They're innovative and inventive, producing extremely valuable original works. They're highly independent, idiosyncratic, and whimsical. As you move into the average category at level four, fives begin conceptualizing and fine-tuning everything before acting, working things out in their minds, model building, preparing, practicing, and gathering more resources. They have a studious acquiring technique. They become specialized and often intellectual, often challenging accepted ways of doing things. As they move to level five, they become increasingly detached. They become involved in complicated ideas or imaginary worlds. They become preoccupied with their visions and interpretations rather than reality. They become fascinated by offbeat, esoteric subjects, even those involving dark and disturbing elements. Detached from the practical world, they become a disembodied mind, although high-strung and intense. As they move lower to level six, they begin to take on an antagonistic stance toward everything which would interfere with their inner world and personal vision. They become provocative, abrasive, with intentionally extreme and radical views. They can also become cynical and argumentative. As a type five, the investigator moves into the unhealthy categories at level seven. They become reclusive and isolated from reality, eccentric and nihilistic. They become highly unstable and fearful of aggression. They reject or repulse others and all social attachments. Moving lower to level eight, they become obsessed yet frightened by their threatening ideas, becoming horrified, delirious, and prey on gross distortion and phobias. And to the lowest level, level nine, they seek oblivion. They may commit suicide or have a psychotic break with reality. They can become deranged, explosive, and self-destructive with schizophrenic overtones. This generally corresponds to the schizo-avoidance and schizotypical personality disorder. Next, let's look at some personal growth recommendations for Enneagram Type 5, The Investigator. Learn to notice when your thinking or speculating takes you out of the immediacy of your experience. Your mental capabilities can be an extraordinary gift, but can also be a trap when you use them to retreat from contact with yourself and others. Stay connected with your physicality. Since you tend to be extremely intense and high strung, sometimes you find it difficult to relax and unwind. Make an effort to learn to calm down in a healthy way without drugs or alcohol. Exercising or using biofeedback techniques will help you to channel some of the tremendous nervous energies. Meditation, jogging, yoga, and dancing are especially helpful for this type. As a type five, you see many possibilities, but don't often know how to choose among them or judge which one is more or less important. When you are caught in this fixation, a sense of perspective can be missing, 
and with it ability to make accurate assessments. At such times, it can be helpful to get some advice from others whose judgment that you do trust while you are gaining perspective about a situation. Doing this can also help you to trust someone else, which is a difficulty for your type. Next, notice when you are getting intensely involved in projects that do not necessarily support your self-esteem, confidence, or life situation. It is possible to follow many different fascinating subjects, games, and pastimes, but they can become huge distractions from what you know that you really need to do. Decisive action will bring you more confidence than learning more facts or acquiring more unrelated skills. And finally, fives tend to find it difficult to trust people, to open up to them emotionally, or to make themselves accessible in various ways. Their awareness of potential problems in relationships may tend to create a self-fulfilling prophecy. It is important to remember that having conflicts with others is not unusual and it can be a healthy thing to work them out rather than rejecting attachments with people or withdrawing into isolation. Having one or two intimate friends whom you can trust to have conflicts with will enrich your life greatly. Well, that will conclude our focus for today on Personality Type 5, The Investigator. A word of encouragement is to grow in all areas of life. For those of you who are Enneagram Type 5, and this is from God's Word, 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5-8. through 8. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence, and moral excellence with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with patient endurance, and patient endurance with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Join us again next Friday as we explore further the Enneagram on our Ask Gramps episode. We will specifically explore in depth the Enneagram number six, the Loyalist. The information that we will explore will allow you to unlock who you are as you travel on this trek of life and discover more about yourself and others as we impact God's kingdom. I know that you'll find these insights interesting, practical, and profitable in living that rich and satisfying life. Our next trek will be Meditation Monday, where we will help you to reflect on those most important areas of life. So encourage your friends and family to join us, and then come along with us on Monday for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 972 daily treks or read the associated journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. I encourage you to subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts so that each day's truck will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Truck Podcast and Journal. And as we take this truck of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, Lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you on Monday.